Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell and on this Halloween week. And together we are the reanimated corpses of... Halloween past. <laughs> Julius Caesar and Mary Antoinette. Huh. Right. I don't know why. Did Mary Antoinette have had a head cut off, I believe? Is that the case? Let them eat cake. Uh, we'll have to check our facts of our historian, but I'm sure she did actually have her head cut off. Yeah, that's all right. Julius got stabbed in the back. Well, my head's still on, but... Only just. Well, true. Wait around for a couple. <laughs> yeah. Wait around for a couple of old nights. It's Halloween. Anything can happen. <laughs> She'll be at the crossroads. St. Isaac Crossroads. Centre of the world. Spread eagled. Uh, no, not hung drawn and quartered. Well, I might be hung. <laughs> right. All right. Listen. Well, that leads us nicely into this <laughs> into tonight's episode. Tonight we visit. Torture methods throughout history. Yeah, this is a some bit of, of a the, gruesome one. Some of the most gruesome and sadistic methods in which our ancestors treated their people in order for Probably because they stole a loaf of bread in a lot for of ver- Yeah, for various reasons, in order to extract information um, as a form of punishment. There's various reasons as to why torture was inflicted. Yeah. We will span... None of them probably justified, may um, I add. No, none of them probably justified. But we will span um, many locations, many time periods. And tonight we was enlightened to a modern day... Yes. ...torture method. Torture method. Which we will share with you right at the end. But let us start. Are you sitting quietly? Good. Then I'll begin. We start with a torture practice called Judas's Cradle. First thoughts, what do you when, reckon? When you say Judas, you, automatically my mind Judas. goes back to biblical times. Of course, yeah. The traitor. The traitor, yeah. <gasps> Judas. Judas. Yeah, Any Judas. thoughts on what it could be? Cradle. Judas Cradle. No. No? Okay. And that'd be horrific, because if it's back in the Bible days, then everything was... So... What you would do, oh, before I start, trigger warning, guys, this is going to be your most gruesome episode. Please, if you are of a nervous disposition, easily sick, please. Or things play on your mind. Please stop. Or you've got it's a good not imagination. Worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. Um, but I'll tell you. Right, we're going to start. Judas's Cradle. You would place um, a waist harness on the individual, and this is attached to a system of pulleys and ropes um, around the victim. What you would then do is you would slowly lower him or her onto a pyramid-shaped seat. So it's got a pointy top, yeah, um, and it you know it goes down and gradually yeah. gets wider. So the top, the pointy top would be inserted into either the anus or the vagina, mm. um, and obviously there would be a downward pressure from what? from the person's natural weight. The muscles around whatever orifice would eventually tear and yeah. give way and would then slowly start to impale the victim. It was also called the night watch because when the pressure is applied to certain parts of the body, the person cannot fall asleep. So because there's that constant pressure wherever it's happening, they, can, they, they can't rest at all. 
in between it. So well, they would be. Well, I think they could. They would be constantly awake. Um, obviously, because the of where the tip of the pyramid would go, they are fully naked. Um, For God's sake, already. We're, unfortunately, we're the device that they would use was never really washed, meaning that if torch the 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 trauma caused didn't kill them the infection certainly would because all that's left behind is the last person's yeah yeah insides yeah is how i would put that now that is particularly horrific um and what they would but what they would do as well obviously is um they would rely on the, the pressure of the person's own body to go down but they would sometimes apply weights to them to to help them to, to the help way, it yeah. go you know slowly they would it, it's just splitting them oh, in half isn't sake. it really oh you would just hope then they bleed to death quickly they get a main artery no it would no this wasn't a quick death this right. is prolonged um obviously the vagina can stretch x amount it gives birth to Pretty children birth, yeah the anus can mm. stretch a certain amount so they knew what they were doing. They knew what they, they were doing. That it wasn't gonna... And it, it is a prolonged um, torture, essentially. But when you when you push put these mus muscles under that much stress, eventually they will give way, and then slowly you're just literally just being ripped in half. Uh, I, you know, for the sake of the podcast, I need to ask, but don't really want to ask. Okay. How long would be then the average? Do we know hours this took to die? I can tell you, it wouldn't be hours. This would be days. Yeah. Days. I reckon God you'd. I reckon sake. you'd even be knocking into a week. Human because because, beings, because yeah. if if so if mostly that it was the infection that would kill somebody, you've got to think for that to get really bad and to actually have an effect on someone's life, it, that's going to take a couple of days for for the initial yeah. contraction of the yeah, infection, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah. Et so that is Judas's cradle. Right, we've started off with something really horrific. Oh, I mean, it only gets worse from here. I know it's Halloween week, but we, you know... Listen, it's damn right disgusting, dirty filth. Right, can I just say that Freddie chose this particular... I chose this. ...topic tonight of Torture Methods. Yeah. You've done the research. This is all new to me. So, on your head be it. Why? That's all right. I don't well, mind. Because it, or... Listen, people watch Saw. Saw's... Oh, that is true. Yeah, you, see, you, know I mean? you see worse on... But this but is fact. You know this the, is yeah, real life. This is fact. That's a, that's a and it didn't just happen to one person. This happened to... So, what was a crime? So, what crime would you have done to, 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 to receive... Yeah. I'm unsure. I'm unsure. Probably I didn't something silly. Probably no, I, I think that was quite a serious punishment. Oh, okay. Now we move on to something called the brazen bull. You oh. may have heard of this. It's quite a famous torture method. And we are back to the time of the ancient Greeks. All right. So was this a Greek torture? Uh, an, an, that, that an ancient of the world. Greek torture okay, method. Okay, right. So, excuse my pronunciation, as always. Perilos mm. of Athens designed this torture method for Phalaris of Sicily yeah. as a means of executing criminals. Now, the brazen bull is a hollowed out bronze statue of a bull right. that was big enough that a person could fit inside it. Yeah. 
Once the victim was locked inside, they would light a fire underneath the ball and they would slowly roast the victim inside. Ugh. So they would... So you're essentially cooked because it's an oven. Yeah. God, Jesus. What was... This is the worst bit, the most sadistic bit of it, is that they fitted the ball with pipes so that in a way... The screams of whoever was inside would um, be altered so that once it come out, it would resemble the bellowing of an angry bull. And that was to amuse the onlookers and everyone yeah. would be. So they'd be inside screaming and it would, it would however they kind of done the pipes, the, yeah. the sound manipulation, it would sound like an angry bull. But the, but the crazy thing about that is... They've done that deliberately for for the onlookers and for the people who found great entertainment in this. Entertainment because this is this is another thing to remember. Unfortunately, tortures, execution are all public spectacle. Yes. And was it was all done? It was it was a a means of entertainment. Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, the thing that I could talk about most knowledgeably is um, kind of guillotine execution and hung hung drawing quartering. You know, people were there in their thousands they watch, were watching and they people, celebrated yeah people and... were people were they drinking their kids, didn't they, yeah, their oh kids. it's a great day people Somebody's were selling people were selling souvenirs yeah. it was a great big day out it was wonderful they loved it and um i think unfortunately for quite a large portion of our uh, quote-unquote civilized human history where you know we weren't living in caves um and there was a bit of civilization we have and to, I, I suppose to a certain extent, still use torture, but different in different ways, um, for entertainment, entertainment purpose, uh, purposes. So a little bit more about the brazen bull. Mm. So its first victim was actually the man who invented it. Oh. Mm. So he invented it, and it was a gift to the king, and the king was notorious I for bet torturing. Invented that. Yeah. Well, listen. The king was notorious for uh, torturing his victims. And as soon as he received it, the king wanted to play with his new toy. So he said to him, get inside. And he did. And they lit the fire and it worked just as intended. But the king let him out when he was almost dead. But not because of mercy, because he didn't want to dirty his new toy. Um, They then threw him off a cliff instead. Oh. You know, weird times, um, weird times. You reap what you sow. Unfortunately, so his amazing methods can everyone else. He had a first-hand experience of. Uh, I, I will say that's probably. I'm not going to be crazy and say it's just, but listen, he was quite happy for that to be inflicted on other people. So cop your own shit, babe. There you go, guys. You heard it here first. The brazen bull. You didn't hear it here first because that's quite a, a notorious piece. Of, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not the four lead expert on Greek ancient Greek torture Torches. methods, and it's an exclusive. Um, now we move <laughs> on to another one. I think you've mentioned this to me before. <coughs> it is bamboo torture. Yes, uh, we we spoke about this briefly. Yeah, and which I, one? I can remember. I can remember I've, a conversation. I've seen programs on this yet. Now bamboo torture is. Um, what they would do is they would restrain a victim and they and would And this be... is mainly in Asian countries where bamboo grew, as I understand. Oh, yes. And 
This isn't ancient. No, it's not ancient. Again, it's it's yeah. This is pretty modern more close to us than we'd like than to we'd think. like to think. So what they would do is they would restrain a victim um, onto bamboo saplings. Now the thing to know is that bamboo grows notoriously fast, um, and it's very strong. And it's very very strong. It it it. There's been people have done tests not on humans but on like. Um, there is, you know, like what they like ballistic stuff. Like there is, there is materials that is used to replicate human bodies. Yeah. They've done this on this on on these test dummies, and it tears it through. through. Listen, it we know through. that ivy comes through bricks. We know, like say, what was it? Uh, the knotweed. Yeah. Is it Japanese, Japanese knotweed? Japanese knotweed. We know also that that can grow through anything. So this ain't a stretch. Right. So. The sapling wood, so that the person would be strained over the, you know, the, the, the baby bamboo and it would tear through. And grow through the body. And, and grow through the body. So this is said to have been used by the Japanese during World War II yes, yeah, on, on their prisoner of wars. That's the information that I have researched and read, Jay. listen. That weren't too long ago. That's not even a hundred years ago. Yeah, there are still people alive from World, World War Two. Yeah, and this is the kind of things that people were inflicting on them people in them times. Listen, the the things that happened in World War Two were absolutely horrific. You know, this is just one part of. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm, I I in this actually I haven't mentioned anything of the Holocaust or things that happened in concentration camps or anything like that. Yeah. Um. But you know, this is of the of the same time. Um. So. U.S. officers who survived the prisoner of war camps in Japan have told people of this torture method, and this is how it's kind of come about. Mm. So, yeah, like I said, they would tie a soldier down horizontally, facing upwards over the grown bamboo shoots. The, the sharpened shoots would then start growing and impale the back of the person, and slowly and very painfully, it would start piercing through the body until it come out the other end, Eventually, you know, they'd have multiple shoots coming out of the body. The death is inevitable, but very, very slow. Um, and it's been described as falling on a, a bed of nails and laying there. And, and then it's continuing to grow through you. Horrific. Yeah. And as well, you know... Depending and on where so the bamboo, long ago, which is even it's more not, horrific. It's like really. And depending on where the bamboo grew, you're going through vital organs. You know, if it's going you through your liver, it, you can only pray you go through the vital organs. So, so you have. Well, no, but if, imagine if if it pierced your liver, that's not going to kill you. It's just going to be very very painful and a very slow death. If it pierced your intestine, you know, it's not going to kill you. You just pray for the lungs and the heart, I suppose. Anyway. That's um, bad. That, that, that's horrific. This next one for me is maybe the worst one. This is particularly disgusting. Right. Do uh, I want to hear it? Yeah. So it's called scaphism, and this is a a Greek slash Persian method of torture and execution. So when I say Persian, that's kind of Middle Eastern, mm, mm. like Iran, places like that. So a victim was stripped naked and fastened. Um, I've got reports, some of them in boats. So um, 
Joe, you like you have benches in a boat that you can sit on. Yes. So they're strapped, so they're they're off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, it's just like a box that they've been strapped into. Yeah. Um, but either way, they're, they're strapped in and they have their heads, arms and legs exposed. Normally, they're completely stripped naked. Um, sometimes they're covered, like it, it contained in a box. Sometimes they're exposed out on a boat. Um they're normally placed in a water source or left out to bake in the sun. And we know these kind of countries are very, very hot. Mm. So, you know, that in itself would have been quite extreme. What they would do is they would force them to drink milk and honey um, to the point that they would develop severe diarrhoea. And they would then be, they would then defecate in the space that they was in. Mm. And um, what they would also do is rub honey all over the body, which attract insects. Yeah. Um, and they would normally do this on their exposed appendages, appendages, mm. eyes and genitals. Um, obviously, the mixture of the bodily fluids and the, the honey and stuff would attract things like rats um, and stinging insects, which would eat the victim alive over several days. Over a long time. Over a long time. Because of then the open wounds and the defecation, um, worms and maggots would then start appearing in the infections Being across the across the body. The, yeah. across the body. Um, they would then start to crawl into the um, victim's orifices and basically eat them from the inside out. If the victim victim's crime was truly despicable in their eyes, they would be force-fed daily to prolong their suffering. God. Um, so they basically made yeah, it impossible. Like they, they weren't going to yeah. die of dehydration no. or starvation. They would they would give them food yeah, and water yeah. to keep them going. There's been cases that literally whatever they've been hosted in is literally been bursting with life um, as they rot, rot alive in a box or on a boat. Mm. That was really disgusting for me. Yeah, you've really got to go some to think about that and actually watch that process and be a part of that, haven't you? Um, I'm going to move swiftly on. Yep. We move on to rat torture. Do you know, when you were saying that about the animals, I was thinking, well, what we all know is rats eating people. So, And this is, a, again, this is a really kind of infamous torture Quite popular. Method. Let's say quite popular, uh, you know. Reasonably popular. So what it would involve is, again, the victim being restrained in some kind of way and rats being placed on the body uh, with a cage placed on top of them. Normally, this would be done in the chest or abdomen area. What they would then do is heat the cage from the outside, which would then cause the rats to become agitated, scared, and they would then try to escape and they would do this and they would gnaw their way and, and dig their way through the victim's body and would then tear through their skin and organs in the process of trying to get away from yeah. the, the heat that was coming through. And that's how they would then die. Mm. I think that was, my, out of the ones we've spoken about so far, maybe the quickest method. I think so far that's probably the quickest because you don't it's have still to pray that a rat would come again in major organs or, or, or get major blood vessels so you bleed out. Mm -hmm. You'd have to pray for that. 
Um, but yeah, but again, it's a one painful, of... horrific, and the fear, you know. Oh. Uh, so now I move on to torture method number six, mm. and this is a method called kill hauling, and it is a torture method that was used during the golden age of sailing. Yeah. And this was used to punish sailors and criminals um, that committed quite serious crimes, or that what they considered to be serious because crimes. Because people were, although they're on the ships, if they... You know, they had their own law and... Yeah, but also they were relatively valuable because you need men to work on ships. So like you say, this would have been quite a serious offence. This, this ain't no drunken disorderly. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, quite, quite a serious crime mm. that they've committed. So they're not having lashes. The, the, the next step is obviously this. So what they would do is they would tie the person to some rope and throw them over the front of the ship. Yeah. So they would then fall under and yeah. be hitting the underside of the and ship. And then bring under... them back up. No. No. So as they was dragged through the water, the underneath, so on boats and stuff, the under bits of the ship that's in water would grow barnacles and, and right, things yeah, like that, yeah. which are incredibly sharp. Yeah. Their body is being bashed and lashed against the underside of the ship. The water? Well, as they go through the water, they're going up and down. They'd in go the up and down, but their body would be sliced yeah. to bits. I would open my mouth. And breathe it all in and make sure I drowned. You you say that it's. But again, like we've discussed before, the survival instinct is not to give up not straight to, away. And not to give up straight away. So it was it again. This was a prolonged yeah. torture method. It's not an instant torture method. Um, it was actually. Um, it's documented that in 1784, it was a legitimate form of punishment used by the Dutch Navy. Mm. Um, normally people would die from either drowning um, succumbing to trauma um, or being shredded to death yeah from mm. from all the crap yeah. and stuff that yeah. builds up underneath a boat so relatively a quick death compared to what we've spoken about and, and, and also but a death that if you open your mouth and breathe it all in your lungs will fill up so it's it's kind of a death that you can choose to end quicker Rather than the others we've spoken about, um, but yeah, it's still, it's just, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, you can't really say what's better than the other, but for me so far, I mean. So now I move on to death by a thousand cuts. Oh. Ling Chi, also known as slow slice, slow slicing, or death by a thousand cuts. Um is a method of torture practiced in China. So what would happen is the victim would be restrained in some kind of way, normally tied to a post, and bits of their skin and limbs would be gradually removed one by one. Um, with a, a small knife, they would slowly take away parts mm. of them. It normally ended with one final cut either to the heart or with ended with decapitation. Mm. Um, it was used as early as the tenth century, and it was con it was used for over a thousand years, and was only banned in nineteen o five. Yeah. So they was again. This is not a again a um, very slow, very painful, very slow, painful. And I can imagine that 
a lot of people probably succumbed to infection before. Well, you would pray and hope that you would. Um, before the final. Or hopefully they got major um, blood vessels where you bled out. No, they would slowly take away the oh, skin. Oh, right, okay, so, all right. You know, right. Not, so, so they know what they're doing then. You know, they'd take the top of your finger off and shave a bit of your arm off, shave a bit of your thigh off, God take a toe, chop your earlobe off. L listen, this Things is, that, that they knew they didn't want to kick. Yeah, this okay. is very, very torturous. Tor is that a word? Yes. Oh, look at me. Now we move on to your favourite. Well, when you say my favourite. Vanessa practices is on all the people she meets. <laughs> yeah. Hung, drawn and quartered. It's just... It's an... Especially for English very people. very famous in the It's UK, a very, very yeah. famous... I think it was invented by the it English is, It is an English uh, torture method. In all kind of historical dramas and films and that, you know, it's especially always country, mentioned. Everyone gets, you know... Hung, drawn and quartered. Um, so... Like and this, some of our most famous heroes in the UK have been hung, drawn and quartered. Correct. Including Braveheart. Who was also known as, his real name is, come on. Oh, I know it. I lived in Scotland for three years. And well, right well, now I well, can't think well, about it. William Wallace. Well right. done. William Wallace. So, I was thinking of Rob Roy. He was the other one. Yeah, William Wallace. <clears throat> so this, we are going to um, the UK, our hometown. Uh, 13th century. So, this form of torture required the victim to be tied to a horse and dragged uh, through the town, city or whatever, to the gallows. That in itself, can you imagine, horses can reach a speed. Yeah, but they wouldn't have done it too fast because you could have died on the way and that was not their intention. So I But to be, it dragged been yeah, to be dragged across the ground... At a speed, mm. um, burns, um, breaks yeah. to bones. But they were careful not to kill you in this dragging because the best was yet to come in their eyes. Yeah, but it, in this process, you're still getting. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, you're not getting an the Uber. You're not getting that, an Uber yeah. to the gallows. You've been dragged. You know your head's going to be banging off the ground. You are. You, you know you're going to break bones. You're going to lose skin. Um, and the humiliation the and humiliation. the crowds. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love it. Um, they would then. The person would then be hung. Um, and again, we've hanging. Um, they wasn't always dropped from a great height. Yeah. Well, they were deliberately weren't. So they they weren't hung to death. They did this so they were semi-conscious, semi-unconscious. So the hanging was because, of course, they needed them to be alive for the, for, for the draw and quartering. This was the whole intent with, with this torture method. So they were hung loosely and lightly. Again, so the crowds could have their satisfaction. So they're still, but they're you're still, still conscious but, but and you're still being strangled. You're still strangled. Well, exactly. So, so it should actually be called strangled, drawn and quartered. But yeah, they were strangled. But not to the point of death. Um, there are some cases as well as whilst they were hanging, they would have a, a slice to the stomach and disemboweled at this point. Mm. Um, again, still alive, still conscious, still with it, still there. Um, afterwards, the the victim would then be quartered. So this would mean that their body would be split into quarters. So you've got to imagine um, your two legs, your two arms would all then become separate entities. Well, I mean, the thing is, when they 
the word draw means they took out all the intestines. So they were hung to the point of semi-consciousness, but still aware. Then they would draw, which would mean they would draw out all of the intestines and then quarter them. So again, and, and they used to, uh, in the quartering process, um, you could still be alive during this process because you, you can live quite a while with your intestines yeah, on the floor. Yeah. Um, but they always left the heart to the last bit because, you know, once you take the heart, you're dead. That's it. But they wanted to prolong this as long as possible. Actually, it's an interesting story for our um, people, you know, uh, Guy Fawkes, who we mentioned in another episode, which is why we have our Guy Fawkes night. He um, tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament, so he was caught and condemned to hundering quartering. Now, what he did was he thought, right, in the hanging part, he thought, right, I'm going to be a bit clever here and I'm going to, because it wasn't a rope where the floor gave way and you were hung, obviously, that would inflict the objects. But he thought, right, I'm not going to have the strangulation to be drawn and quartered. So he decided, now this is what I've read many times, I'll check with our historian another night, but this is We're, we're, we're going to do an episode yeah. soon. For so what he did, he said, right, I'm going to hang myself and be hung so I don't have to go through that process. But apparently what he did is he tried to jump. He, he to tried get a to bit jump, of momentum to break the to neck. To break his neck. Didn't work. But what did happen is he was completely conscious at the time of drawing quartering. So it went completely the other way for him. Um, the way he jumped, literally... They clocked it, you know, it, it, it didn't have the desired effect he wanted. So he was fully conscious in the draw and quartering part, which is just. Um, in, in order to be quartered, they quite often would tie each appendage to a horse. Yeah. And have them run in the opposite in directions, directions to, yeah. to pull this person apart. Yeah. Um, if they were still alive at that point, yeah. Like Guy Fawkes, the punishment was reserved for those guilty of treason. Yeah. And treason is... Going against the king or queen of the land. Yeah, the crown and, and, crown, and whatever. Yeah. Do you know, hung, being hung, drawn and quartered was only abolished in 1867. Yeah. And that really isn't that too long ago. Mm. But when you think about UK history and English history, you know, that's, you know, it's commonplace then, you know, when you when you really go back in those days and, yeah. What is the current punishment for treason? Is it still death? No. We don't execute people in this country. We haven't done for years. Well, well since uh, I think... The yeah, but have we had any treasonous acts? Well, of course we have. But, you know, they just get imprisoned. Oh, okay. Or sent back to their own country. That tell you know, depends in what political organisation involved at the time. All right. Well, that's hung. Without getting too busy, you know, hung, drawn, and quartered. So I move on now to one the... of the English favourites. We... it's an English favourite. So I'm going to move on now to the punishment of the sack. Right. I haven't heard of this. I hadn't either. It's a very specific form of execution used in ancient Rome, and it was used in cases of parricide. And that is when a person kills um, their own parents or other close family member. Okay. Um, so the condemned would be sewn into a leather sack with a number of animals, including a dog, a monkey, a snake, and a rooster. Hmm. The whole bag is then tossed into a bottle of a bottle of water. <laughs> Big bottle of water. Big, a body of water. Um, so if the animals didn't kill the murderer, they would then drown to death. Oh, that's not so bad, because at least that's going to be relatively quick compared to our others. Um, 
and that's what I added it because I just thought it was interesting. Do you know, it's, it, when I say not so bad, it's horrific. Still horrific. Compared to our I others. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign up to it. Um, <laughs> but it wouldn't be your first choice. It wouldn't be my first choice. But I thought it was interesting. And I, I tried to kind of look if there was any symbolism behind having the dog, monkey, snake and a rooster. Because to me, that's, that's quite yeah, specific. Quite, yeah. um, I, I couldn't really find anything. If anybody out there knows, I'm sure there's people that are a little bit more clued up than I am. Um, but yeah, that's a torture method from the ancient Romans. Okay. I now move on to saw torture. Oh God, I think I can guess from the start of that. So, this involves a victim, um, again, being restrained, but hung upside down. So it was almost like a bit of an A, not an A frame, but a frame. And they would be uh, suspended by their legs and mm. arms tied to the side. So they was almost formed like a star, but upside down. Um, and they did this to ensure, when well, they hung them upside down, to ensure that all the blood would rush to their head so that they would remain conscious. Yeah, but dazed and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, what they would then do is two men would get a large saw and start at the genitals and would slowly start to saw um, through the victim, but they would only saw up to the abdomen um, as to prolong the death. Again, as to avoid uh, an unnecessarily quick bleed out. Uh-huh. Horrific. I can't even imagine. I mean, it's like, it doesn't stop, does it? No, I no, can... what, what way you look at it is... Right, listen, let me just ask you this. Can you imagine having a paper cut on your genitals? No. no it's a no from me. Well, I've had one on my finger. Right. They, but the, what you find with little paper cuts is that they sometimes hurt more than bigger cuts. I don't Do know Do you know why? why? It's, it's... Now, listen to this. I know why. The nerve endings. No. Paper, although it appears smooth, is jagged like a saw. So when you get a paper cut, although it's very small and looks fine, it's actually like a, like, they're like, the ends of paper are like saw teeth. And so it's a jagged cut. That's why if you cut yourself with a very sharp, clean knife, yeah. the cut won't hurt you as much. It doesn't hurt. This is the thing. Because Sometimes... it's, a, cause it's a very sharp and smooth. Right. When it's jagged and toothed like a saw, which like paper is, it inflicts more pain. And there you go. That's Sometimes your I think you get a little paper cut and it really hurts, and you're like, for God's sake, why is this, you know, why does this hurt this much? It's tiny, but it really hurts. Um, there is a way to stop that from hurting, and that's rub Vaseline on it. Well, when you say that, I don't think Vaseline would do any good. No, it stops it from hurting. All right. Well, next time I get a paper cut, I'll try it. You'll forget. Well, I won't. I'll test it out and we'll discuss it in another show. But anyway, so they'd saw them in half, up to the abdomen, and then just leave them there to bleed out and die. Yeah. Pretty. But painful, I, I pretty listen horrific. with that one. I think you bleed out way before the abdomen. You are sawing through um, genitals, intestines, stomach. You would bleed out before it got to the abdomen. You would probably you would get. To, you'd get to your liver. You know, you, you're cutting through some pretty. Major stuff. I think that's a quicker death. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty. I, th I think it's bleed out quick. before you got. To... It's pretty quick, but not great. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose it. Right, next one. Next one is called the Spanish donkey. Right. 
clippity clop. Eel, eel, it's Dominic the donkey. Right, well, I'm glad you're joyous about the next one. The Italian Christmas donkey. Right, anyway, it's a Spanish donkey, anyway. So imagine this. So it is a, a, a wedge of wood, but it's kind of like an upside-down V, quite sharp. Mm. Um, what they would do is they would put a naked victim astride on the donkey... So similar to Judas's cradle, yeah. But instead of a pyramid, it's a three uh, D triangle, right? But lengthways, I think. Um, and what they would do is add varying weights to the victim's feet until the wood would then slowly slice them in half. Yeah. Okay. So a similar thing. It's yeah. yeah mm. th th you know. Very pain. And again, that's excruciating. A that's a that's long. Gonna last that's going to last a long time. Yeah. That's a long, because it's wood as well. You know, you can sharpen wood to a point. Um, I'm just imagining it. That's going to take a long time. That's a long time. And the pressure. Yeah. And the pain. Yeah. Anyway, move on. We move on to a, we end with a, a quite light, well, I say light-hearted one. <laughs> yeah. Light-hearted torture method. A little light-hearted torture method. Again, this is, this is one that we all know. It's the thumb screws. You know the thumb screws. Yes, I do, yeah. They're, they're also known as pillywinks. And there are various variations of this, but they all kind of have a similar function. They'd have small ones, large ones, some as big as your head. Mm. <laughs> um, so the smaller ones were designed to crush your fingers and toes. Um, the larger ones were used to crush your knees and your elbows. They even had one that would crush your head. Um, but what that is, it's almost like a vice, isn't it? And you slowly... It's vice, yeah. Um, it's like a screw, yeah. hence the thumb screws. But it would have like a... It's not a sharp instrument, it's flat. Um, so you, you, your appendage, your, your finger, your elbow, your knee, your head would be placed into a, vi a vice and they would slowly uh, turn the screw and apply the pressure yeah. to a point that whatever it was, the pressure would be to... And it would crush... Whatever well, it was. Similar to the rack where you'd be tied and it would slowly, you'd screw it and then your arms and legs would be popped out of their um And it would slowly pull you apart. And slowly pull you apart like the again, rack, yeah. You know, again, so this is the last one. Thumb screws was the last one that I researched, but some honourable mentions are the rack. And again, that is the victim is placed on a yeah. table, restrained by the arms and the legs and are slowly cranked and, and pulled apart. The most obvious one. Uh, crucifixion. I mean, crucifixion again. Another another torture method. I don't. You know that is uh, the act of being nailed to um, a cross that by your arms and your legs. Days and days to die. And again, that is something that you would then encounter things like infection and being exposed to the elements and yeah. animals. You would, you know, you've got open wounds that would then involve flies, maggots. They'd they'd start eating away at the flesh. Dehydration, dehydration, starvation. starvation. I mean, it took a long it's, time again, to die. You know, another kind of real so torturous evil. method. Um, another honourable mention: the Iron Maiden. Oh yeah. So that is again, almost I like think a, that was an English invention. It's like it? a coffin-like structure with spikes on the inside. You'd be placed in it, and, and they, they would close. The spikes slowly. And, yeah, the, sp the spikes would slowly enter you. I could, I could. They're endless, really. Endless, and I tell you, what a barbaric bunch of. Bastards, a lot of them. Human beings. And you know what? 
everyone listening to this, it is not with, out of reason to imagine that at least one of your ancestors at one point would have been a victim. Oh God, absolutely, of course. Of some of course. form of torture. Yeah. So somewhere in your bloodline, everyone there, you and have we haven't even who's... started on burning at the stake no. or roasting alive on the rack. Uh, well, I say a rack. I mean, it was essentially a massive grill, and that was a favourite for priests in this country. Just get you, you know, and, and turn you over like you would a pig on a spit. I mean, there's so many. But, Freddie, I think we've gone quite gory tonight. Um, I have picked some of the goriest because it is Halloween. But I'd like to say that we are doing other very spooky ghosty episodes. I mean, we're doing this because it's Halloween. It's not our usual thing. We're giving you a mixture because we're I... We're doing an entire week worth of... I appreciate that some people's idea of horror is all the blood and the gore. And I wanted all of you to realise that actually truth and the reality of some of the things that humanity have done is far worse than anyone could imagine and, and cook up in, in, a, movie, in a horror movie. Yeah. You know, I know Saw and things like that is a, you know, it's a huge, huge kind of horror movie franchise. And some of the yeah. things that happen there are truly, truly horrific. But listen, that's all conjured up by Hollywood. The things we've spoken about tonight are real things that happen to real people and not just one or two, hundreds, and thousands and like of people. And like you say, not many, many years ago, in, most ca in a lot of cases, and all of our ancestors... Even going back to the Second World War, you know, I've you know I threw out some of the you know their ancient Greek, ancient Roman stuff, but you know I've thrown some of that weren't abolished until early uh, early twentieth century, yeah. you know mid nineteenth century. That's not that's not too far away. That's some people's grandparents. Yeah, you know it's in reality. This is the reality, and unfortunately, people are still victim to torture in this day and age. God, yes, absolutely. Um, they might not be as women are still stoned to death. Do you know it's and that's a biblical torture. We haven't in some countries it's still allowed. We we have grown as a people, but we haven't grown as a people well, that, some, we, that they, we still allow some countries. Some countries. So we're going to give you a modern day example. So we we spoke to uh, Kirsty today. She is a healthcare professional, and she was talking to us about. Um, a torture method that she had seen that had been used in modern day kind of Middle East areas. She couldn't really remember, but it involved um, over watering, you know, forcing people to uh, a man to drink a man. And, and tying off his uh, penis so he could not can't wear it out. Can't wear it out. Now, listen, you know what you get like. When you really need a wee, and Joe, like it gets so bad that your stomach starts to hurt, and you think, "Oh, jumping around." That's after an hour. Yeah. This is over the course of days. You know, this and the then ramifications starts, on the body. You know, it causes it, it causes like kidney shutdown, kidney failure. Yeah. You know, it the again real implications and Painful. again barbaric things like this still happen. You know, we are in the twenty first century with modern day people. And I can imagine a lot of people listening to this, your stomach would have turned hearing some of the things that have happened. But actually, you know, this still happens. We are still, you know, we still as a people are barbaric. Maybe in some of the kind of co like cultures that we're in now. Well, I want to go, which I'm not going to do because it's, it's a bit too modern day and it's, uh, very sensitive. 
but women mutilise that, you know, to me that that's... What, well, FGM? That's, F yeah, FGM, yeah, again, is. is very prevalent. It happens... Uh, it's torture, simple as that. Uh, and lots of countries in the world. I don't want to go into it, particularly because we're focusing on... No, that, but, but it's, you know, working, torture, working but... in a school, we have um, quite in-depth training for FGM. It is a very prevalent issue. It's an issue that we have... Um, are trying to combat but like with all things it's you know it's not always that easy it's just having a knowledge and understanding of it you know it, it, again it's something the, that still the happens. children coming forward you know i mean i don't know it, it, it's a completely another issue and we, we we always try to steer away from politics sometimes we spin over the line a little bit and i think this one is um which is not what we want to do but sometimes because we, cause we know and understand that, you know, it's um, people have different understandings, beliefs, religions, whatever. But ultimately, FGM. Torture's tor torture is torture. Fuck FGM, your religion. Fuck, that yeah. is not in any way. I couldn't, I couldn't, way, give, I couldn't give a shit what you do. Any who, who I upset or, God or anything. Or anything. Yeah. Yeah. End of subject. You know, and any kind of torture, unfortunately, I think, you know, even if you are a particularly bad person, you know, there there are humane ways to punish people and to... Well, hold on a bit. We, we just said in a previous episode that for child killers and, you know, mass murderers, you know... But then would would you stick them in a, a, a hollowed-out ball and cook them to death? Well, if, if somebody... Well, again, let's not... Let's not get into right. it. Right. The answer is, is a mother, a child... If something was done against my, my sons, well, nothing would be too bad. But listen, they didn't steal a life of bread. But anyway, look, that that was... It is what it is. But guys, um, I think just be thankful that we live when we do now. Although it does still happen. No, you're not... no thankfully in this country, in civilised Western countries, we've just said this happens in other countries. Yeah, but that's, you know, it's... That's where we spin to politics, and we shouldn't really. But and yeah. it's very hard not to Let's sometimes. Focus. It is, it, it, very it is hard, hard not to because it's quite a passionate. You know, it rises lots of passions and emotions. But we try. We, we but I hope I, I I live with the hope that everyone that listens to this is of a, a similar ilk, and will yeah, follow very similar values yeah. to us. We might not share the same religion or anything but this, this isn't beings. this isn't a religious a stance no, it's not, this yeah. The, yeah this is a, a humanitarian Humanity, stance yeah. and um it's not right it's not okay if you you know can be involved and be part of um helping stop that process whether that's yeah, approaching charities or, or whatever um you know even just raising awareness speaking to people let people know that this is not right this is not okay I, I actively encourage that. Um, so do I, absolutely, 100%. No I doubt. hope you have a uh, a good evening. We'll be back with some more. Well, they're probably having a breakdown after tonight. But what we are coming back with is spooky ghost stories. It's Halloween week. It's Halloween week. And on week, Halloween there's, night... There's, we've got, there's lots of stuff coming. We've got some ghosty stuff coming up. We've done some grim and gruesome. We've done some grim and gruesome. But, we've you know, we're giving you the mix. We're giving you the mix. Because much like me and my Jake, I love the supernatural, the paranormal. Jake loves the blood, the gore, the torture. So, we're giving you it all. You've got the lot. You've got everything. Yeah. But be good. <laughs> be safe. Be honest. Look after each other. And have a happy Halloween. Love thy neighbour. Ciao for now. <laughs>